look at this. If you're watching the video of Karkun Karne right now, you're seeing all kinds of cool, otherworldly, ethereal sunlight creeping through my blinds. This is Karkun Karne. It's a show I usually do in my car, although sometimes I reserve the right to do things virtually, like I'm doing for this particular episode. Before I bring on this episode's guest, I want to tell you about solar power as the sun is creeping into my room. Solar gives you the opportunity to lock in your energy rate. Imagine knowing what you're going to pay month after month, year after year for your electric bill. That's the the promise, the, the, the thrill of switching to solar. Brent Sobel, who's been on this show, he's a former Chicago Blackhawk, helped Chicago win the Stanley Cup. He is going to help you get cost certainty for the first time ever. And it's through solar. Zero money down. Save money on your electric bill right after installation. There are tax credits a go-go. You can save close to 50% with the tax credits. 25-year warranty. It makes every bit of sense in the world to go to Sopel Solar, S-O-P-E-L, solar.com to learn more. Cost you nothing just to investigate how solar can transform your home. And then it'll cost, like I said, nothing out of pocket to switch to solar. SopelSolar.com. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van Giving myself the latitude to keep on doing virtual things like this which also enables my guests to drink things like wine as we talk. you know what you know if, if we were in the car i'd figure out a way to get in there too so you're good <laughs> in a thermos uh, a, yeah, sippy, well, a sippy cup we'd figure it out welcome to carcon carne i'm james van Ostel, and wine rival formerly some madness returns to chicago on thursday the 22nd of september it's happening at venue west 221 north polina and the event will bring together the nation's sommelier community and wine aficionados for a blind tasting tournament. The creator of Wine Rival, Adam Sweeters, is here. He's going to help me preview this year's event. Adam, this is a bracket tournament, but with wine. Correct. So um, I'll give you a little background on how I came up with this idea. I was actually invited to do a uh, an event called Psalm Slam by my. He's actually my co-host for my event now, uh, John McDaniel, and I was really nervous. He was young in my sommelier career, and I started to second guess my selection for the evening. I just had to choose one wine, and so I called my mentor and I said, "Hey, I, I got this wine. I'm pretty sure it's good pairing for the dish. I, am I right? Am I wrong?" He's like, "No, yeah, yeah, that's perfect." And then he 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 asked me. He's like, "Why aren't you doing like cool events like this?" He's like, "You're such a creative guy, and like you your ideas are always outlandish." And, you should be doing stuff like this. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Like I, I got nothing, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, two weeks later, I took my daughter on a birthday trip to the Wisconsin Dells. Love the Dells. And yeah, it was amazing. And she was, I think four at the time, maybe five. And uh, I was sitting there at the wilderness lodge on their little beach. And I was drinking a glass of wine and something on the screen came up because March Madness was coming on. And I said, huh, 
I looked at March Madness. I looked at my wine and I said, that'd be interesting. I wonder if I could do blind tasting set up to March Madness. I, I, there's something here. So I was like, okay, let's wrap my head around this idea. I went back to my, uh, my restaurant group at the time, Dynamic Hospitality. And I said, hey, I got this crazy idea. I want to I do this event. I want to do blind wine tasting, set it up like March Madness and, and turn it into this big tournament kind of thing. And, and they looked at me and they're like, whatever, wine guy, just make sure it doesn't cost any money. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I, uh, I, I kind of put it together in maybe six weeks. And I, I remember the first day just being so nervous whether people would show up. And uh, sure enough, they did. And it was the start of something special. And, um, you know, we, we've grown it over the years. COVID kind of derailed it for a little sure. bit. But um, now we're back and we have a massive, massive event now that is kind of taking over the, the wine community in, in Chicago. So that's kind of how it all started. So I, I'm trying to trying to wrap my head around this so it's a mm -hmm. bracket tournament so 64 different wines in blind tastings no so this is how it is there's 64 competitors got it okay and they're lined up like any like all the college basketball teams so i line up personal people versus a college team and they go head to head in a blind tasting competition per wine so basically the first round they have a wine they taste it they have a little scorecard. They write down the, you know, what they think it is, all the little notes that we have for, you know, the testing format and whoever wins between that one, th that one competition, they move on to the next round. And it, uh, same as the March Madness, it goes from 64 to 32. Once they get to the sweet 16, they have to do two wines. So they do a white and a red. And then it's really interesting. Once they get to the final four, we literally put a microphone on the table and they have to do the same scoring card, but they have to do it on mic for the entire arena. This is hundreds of people who are around right. now. It's nerve wracking, but they're playing for, you know, $15,000 in cash prizes. So it's a big deal. And um, that's kind of how it goes. So it is set up just like the March Madness uh, tournament, but it's just blind wine tasting. That's the whole concept is to turn blind wine tasting into a sport, essentially. And I love that. So what chance do mere mortals have against someone like you or your peers. Yeah. Mention? Glad you asked that. So year one, the first time we did this, we had a woman named Diana Hawkins who won and she was the head sommelier at Alinea. Uh, Chicago's most is only three-star Michelin restaurant in Chicago. I was going to say that she's like a number one seed, right? I mean, upper echelon, yeah. upper echelon, hundred percent. So yeah. it made sense, right? Year two, I had a fine wine specialist from Breakthrough Beverage. So not a sommelier, but someone who sells the sommeliers. They, this gentleman ended up winning the tournament. So it was kind of cool because we had both sides of the industry yeah. in year one and year two win. Year three, Domenico Alessi won. He's a full-time registered nurse. Yes. That's what awesome. he does for a living. And it was so perfect for the event because it's like, wow, I have all three pillars represented. I have Psalms, people who sell the Psalms, and I have consumers, the general public, which is like, I mean, I couldn't have written a Hollywood script better for that because like, that's what I was really trying to do is bring all the worlds together for a night of just excitement and fun and something that everyone would remember forever. Now, is registration to be part of that? 64 bracket is it first come first served are you picky about yeah. who gets in or no so it you know it's it there is a registration process 
because of COVID, it switched a little bit, especially um, now because like I usually have a huge out of town presence. Like mm-hmm. I think last time before COVID canceled it, I had maybe 14 different markets flying in. I had over 30 competitors from out of state, um, literally out of country. I had people from Canada coming in. I had someone from South America coming in just to compete in this event. Because of inflation right now, people, I mean, it's like $1,000 just to get from San Francisco to right. Chicago. So a lot of people can't do it. So right now we're being, uh, it's kind of a first come first serve uh, attitude going into this year. And um, yeah, all you have to do is buy your general admission ticket is 50 bucks. Um, and then you just say, hey, I would like to compete. I would like to try to win the $10,000. And you're basically in at this point. You know, but the $50 gets you so much more too, because while there's this really cool competition, there's also a three hour walk around tasting for consumers. Like there's, there's 300 different wines, there's food, there's entertainment. I have one of my sponsors, Dow Vineyards, they're building an entire DJ booth in the center of the arena. And they're having, you know, they're handing out their rosé and it's kind of like a party that's going on while the competition's going on. And the arc of the event is amazing because it kind of starts, it's just like a sporting event. You literally start as like, wow, this is one big giant party. It's really fun. And then about halfway through, you're like, oh, there's a little, there's something going on over here. Someone's going to want a lot of money and there's only 16 people left. And then by the time it's the final four, you can hear a pin drop. I bet. I and bet. it's all of a sudden like, wow, someone's seriously going to win. And the arc of the event is it's so dramatic and it's so exciting. And it's just really something really special. And it's it, it again, it kind of stinks because the COVID has derailed it. So we're kind of rebuilding it up sure. and getting it back to where it used to be. But, um, you know, the the community and the consumers, they've really rallied again this year. And our turnout looks great. And we're we're excited to be back. Well, again, Wine Rival, this is happening uh, September 22nd. It's a Thursday night, Venue West, 221 North Polina Street. I like the way you describe it and, and structure it. It is like a sporting event. If I were to walk in there with a giant foam finger, I'd be okay, right? You'd be perfect. Literally, you're the kind of person we're looking for. But on the other side, if you're just there to taste fine wine and that's your thing, we're also looking for you. It's it's literally everyone. Like one of the things as a sommelier, I've been a sommelier for oh gosh, 13, 14 years now. And one of the things that I've always been a fan of is just kind of breaking that barrier between the snobby, pretentious angle of that industry. And just like, you know, being you just like whatever you want, whatever you, whatever makes you happy with wine, that's what you should be doing. Like I always say the old joke, my mom, God bless her. She puts ice cubes in her red wine. You know what I mean? And I look at her, I'm like, don't ask me to do it with you, but if that's how you enjoy wine, God right. bless, just drink the wine. I'm, I'm happy for you. And, and that's what wine should be. Wine should be about community and bringing people together and creating conversations and memories and friendships that last forever. That's really what the wine means to me. So I'm so glad you said that because yeah. to me, I mean, I, I was wondering if this was an event that would be appropriate for a rookie wine hundred percent to me wine is wine has always been elusive to me i i kind of had that mindset that you know kind of like golf or dungeons and dragons once you pass a certain age it's too late for you to learn it like you just you've aged past it like first of all it's never too late to play dungeons and dragons james i mean come on (laughs) i used to play as a high schooler i haven't played in maybe 
30 years, but if you wanted to play, I would be there next weekend. Be like, yeah, let's do this again. We're, I'm in. <laughs> um, but uh, it is, you know, it's something that I don't know. It's something that everyone enjoys. And it, as far as I'm concerned, is if you're enjoying it, you're a part of it. You're part of the club. Let's come do this. Don't let stuffy like people that. in my role make you think otherwise. Those, those so are the can, worst kind of psalms. So you can show up to Wine Rival and that tasting, which sounds amazing. You can you can learn about it and in theory, discover like what moves you like you have the, the space. And you the- can taste so many things, but I don't want to like also mislead you. Wine Rival is more of a fantastic, wonderful time. If you are going there to try to learn about wine or like they'll play with the rocks in the soil or get like some sort of like little seminar from the people behind the booth about their wine. That's not this, that's not this event. There's so many events like that. We don't For need sure. another one. We just don't need another one. We need a night to relax and have fun and celebrate wine and celebrate the community, celebrate Chicago and just let go for an evening and watch something wonderful. That That's what we need. You said it, this is the most Chicago wine event imaginable. This is so Chicago. Thank you. I'm that's that's the whole goal is just to make people smile. I always feel like I'm the greatest showman. Like the if you've ever seen that show, like the PT Barnum, of course. and you know the quote was like the great the, the most noblest act is to to make someone laugh or to make someone smile. And and you know when I saw when I hear that quote or I see that movie, it makes me think of me. And I don't pretend to be PT Barnum, but like that's my goal. Like it it really is my goal just to make people say, wow, that was an amazing evening. I spent $50 and I literally got $500 in value. Like I want to go next year and the year after and the year after that's, that's my goal. So talk a little bit about the judges, the people who are, yeah, I mean, there, there's money on the line. This is is. competition. So who's, who's, yeah. So, so this year, um, this year we have from the Psalm films. Um, if you've ever seen the Psalm documentaries on uh, Netflix or uncorked on, uh, I think it was the Esquire channel. I forget. And he's very involved in production. His name is Dylan Proctor. He's uh, he's doing work with Kevin Hart right now. And mm. I mean, he's a, he's a star superstar in the wine industry. Uh, he's one of the judges um, and he's coming in. He's uh, with Fantesca winery in Napa. And he's coming in to judge. We also have um, one of my favorites, Amelia Singer. So Amelia Singer is one of the star personalities on Hulu's The Wine Show. So if you go on Hulu, it's a wine show. It's a British-driven show. Uh, she's absolutely wonderful. I met her a couple of years ago, and she was set to be part of the events in 2020 until COVID happened. But uh, she's super excited to come back. Um, John McDaniel, personal friend. Uh, really great guy, former food and wine uh, sommelier of the year, um, huge, huge um, kind of icon in the industry, very influential. Uh, you know, I always joke with him and it's like, John knows more. He, he's forgotten more about wine than I've ever learned. That's like the Rolodex in his brain. He's very, mm-hmm. very brilliant. And then we have, uh, you know, one of the call it the heartfelt one john lalaganas um he was my first ever wine instructor he was the mentor i mentioned earlier he was um he's the guy who taught me wine when i was 29 when i first started this this whole adventure and um 
at the time I it was at the international sommelier guild and I was like the, I was like the jockey kid in the back. I had the hat backwards and he looked at me like, what is this guy doing here? Like, who is this dude? And um, we just forged a friendship over the years and my career kind of, kind of went up and I created this thing. And I was like, you know what? You were always there for me. So, you know, I'm going to bring you with me. And I love that. Yep. I'm a very loyal guy. So he, he's always been a part of it. And uh, those are kind of star players. And um, we have some crazy good wines. Some of the best wines you'll, you'll drink, you know, on the planet that are going to be there. So that sounds awesome. Should be good. And then we have this guy. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy named Jim Nance, the guy who announced the Super Bowl and he announces the Masters and he announces the NCAA March Madness. Yeah, he's doing the entire opening for us. He's literally doing the entire it's opening montage. Just it's about as over the top as it can get. It's you know what? It's a crazy story. If you want to hear it, I'll tell it to you. But I met him in New York once and it, it all just unfolded. And uh <laughs> it's a really weird story how this happened. But uh yeah, he's he's doing the opening and the entire opening montage for Wine Rival 2022. So some pretty cool stuff. So let's talk a little bit more about you. You talked about being the, the kid with the backwards baseball cap. Mm-hmm. Why wine? What, what, what sparked your interest and what, what got you here? Yeah. So I was, um, I was an actor by trade. So I was doing a lot of, uh, you know, I was at second city doing shows for several years. I owned my own improv studio for a while, did a lot of voiceover work for, for several years. And in 2008, when the housing market bust, uh, a lot of the ad agencies like DDB and uh, Leo Burnett, they left town and my work just kind of like plummeted yeah. like many people in my, in my industry and kind of always to make ends meet. I worked in restaurants, right? You know, as an actor, your, your income ebb and flows, like you can make a lot one month and then make nothing for four or five months. Right. And um, I started working at a wine bar in Glenview called Flight. It's no longer there, but it was a great wine bar. And I kind of started catching the wine bug. And my wife at the time, um, when I left there and I was kind of struggling for a bit, she's like, you know, you really like wine. You should, you should, you know, pursue that. Maybe, you know, do something there. I was like, I didn't have anything better to do, honestly, at the time. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I went to the International Sommelier Guild. That's where I met John. And uh, I was there for maybe eight, nine months. It was, it's the best school ever. It's literally going to school for wine. You basically go six, seven hours a week and you're just, you drink wine and eat cheese and cured meats. It's pretty good. It's, it's, it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, my old joke is like your guidance counselor does not tell you about this and uh, it, it's pretty awesome. And um, <laughs> right as I left, this is kind of how my whole wine industry started. I actually took a server job at the hotel Felix mm-hmm. and I was just going to be a server and they opened a new restaurant called Elite. And a gentleman named Anthony Fiore was the owner and we were doing the wine training. I'm just a server at the time. And I was like really into it. And after this two hour training, he pulls me aside and he's like, Hey, Adam, um, I noticed you were like really into wine there. Like what, tell me about that. I was like, Oh, I just got my certifications from international sommelier guild. And so something I want to do. And he's like, really you're certified sommelier. I'm like, yeah, I just, I like, it's brand new, but yeah. He's like, do you want to be our some? And I was like, Yeah. (laughs) And that's how it happened. And then like one thing led to another. And then uh, down the line, I got really lucky. I was really underqualified for the job, but Joe Stonecrab hired me to be their head sommelier in Chicago, which is a top 10 grossing restaurant in the country. 
And then about a year and a half after that, um, Dynamic uh, Hospitality pursued me to take, you know, open their new steakhouse, Primary Provisions. And then slowly but surely, they gave me the entire portfolio of Dynamic Restaurants, which was seven or eight restaurants at the time, including like Fabio Viviani's Siena Tavern and Bar Siena, um, Barrio, um, Bodega, Public House, you know, a lot of, a lot of local favorites. Mm-hmm. And um in during that course of time, that's when I came up with, uh, it was formally called Sound Madness. Wine Rival was called Sound Madness. During, uh, during COVID, I got a really friendly. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I got a real friendly letter from the NCAA. Uh-huh. Oh, they're <laughs> serious about that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh-huh. let's just say through, through talks with lawyers, we just all agreed it was a time to change the name. Yeah, freshen <laughs> it up a little bit. Yeah, we yeah. pivot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was my idea for yeah. sure. <laughs> and uh, so we decided to change the name and everyone's happy now. Everyone's fine. We're mm-hmm. moving on. So it was formerly called Psalm Madness. Uh, so if you actually Google it or anything, that's where a lot of the info comes from. And, and when I did radio, when I did radio, I was afraid to say March on the radio. Like I was afraid to say, I was afraid to mention football just for fear that it would be tangentially tied back. They protect it harshly, which makes oh sense. God. But I remember the call with, with my attorney and it was so great. And I was like, I was freaking out. James. I like I was freaking out. I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do? And my attorney's like, dude, you have a billion dollar entity coming after you. You've made it. You have something special. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. Be proud of yourself. And I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but sure seriously, enough, I, I don't want to be homeless. Okay. Yeah, totally. Like I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. But it yeah, it's, but it worked it, out. In cases like that, they just want you to not do it. Like if you're cool and, and back off, that's yes. that's the goal. Yeah. Yes. And, and that, wine rival that that's a name for the ages right there. Yeah, and I think it's it incorporates a little. You know, even the Psalm Madness. I thought it was maybe like a little turn offish to a consumer. Like the word Psalm in there is like yeah. a little stuffy. So we came up with wine rival just like to maybe like appeal more to the masses and appeal mm-hmm. to the consumers, which is honestly like I love my sommelier community. I really do. And I love the industry. But what I love the what I love more is the consumer. Because I, you know, when I go to bed at night, I know that I don't have anything unless people are drinking wine. And it's like it's almost like an Oscar Oscar acceptance speech. Like without without you, the fans. I couldn't do what I do. And it, it literally is the same with, with the way I think about this event. Without the consumer, without people drinking the wine and buying the wine, this doesn't happen. So that's I'm, I'm so that's glad very I'm, important. I'm so glad you have that perspective. I'm so glad that that is your angle. Because again, to me, wine seems almost out of reach. Like uh, I can't get there. It's, it's like a gated community almost. It's not. Here, let me give you context, James. So right now, I'm drinking this Bonanno Chardonnay. You can get this for $16.99. So I'm a big fancy big wig Psalm, and I'm drinking a $16.99 Chardonnay from Carneros, which is absolutely amazing. So, um, you know, that's how laid back, back I am. And that's how laid back it should be. You know, if that if it makes you happy, that's what you should do. Amen. Okay. So yep. this event, again, it's the most Chicago way to do a wine event. It is Wine Rival. It is happening uh, end of September. It is Thursday, the 22nd of September. 64 people competing. Only one can make it out as the champion. There's money on the line. Uh, and as you said, like you can walk around, taste wine. There'll be uh, small bites there too. 
Yep. Plenty of food, plenty of wine. You're, you're going to go home pretty happy. That's an event right there for 50 bucks. You said 50. It's like giving it away. I know it's, it's a crazy deal. I mean, it's a value at any price, but 50 bucks is it's, it's, it's a good deal for what that is for sure. Yes. All right. It is the fourth annual wine rival. Adam, if people want to grab tickets, which they should, uh, where, where do they go? You go to winerival.com or eventbrite.com and just type in wine rival. Anything will come up. That's the two best ways to get tickets. Well, COVID be damned. I'm glad this is moving forward and growing and evolving. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate you having me. And that.